stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, here's Dr. G. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl G., and I'll be your host for the hour. Today, we're going to be talking about leading from the core. And with us today to help us have this conversation, we have Larry Gartner, who's a retired deputy city manager from the city of San Diego. Larry, thank you for being on the line with us. Thank you, Cheryl. Yes, and our own associate producer of Leadership Matters and director of organization development with the Neighborhood House Association, Valerie Wright. Thank you also for being on the line. Thank you, Dr. G. Thank you. And we are expecting any moment for Stepman Graham, who's the CEO of of S. Graham and Associates and author of New York Best Best Seller, You Can Make It Happen, Nine Steps to Success, should also be joining us very shortly. To begin, Larry, why don't we have you tell us a little bit about yourself so that our listening audience has a um, somewhat of an understanding of the perspective that you bring. Okay, well, thank you very much, Cheryl. Um, yeah, I, basically I have a, a combined probably 35 to almost 40 years of work experience, um, uh, most of that in the public sector, 30 in the public sector, and about 10 years in the private sector. Uh, working uh, specifically, uh, I have um, uh, kind of gone from a small town country boy to moving to the big city of Chicago, and realizing there were skyscrapers in the world and buildings over two stories high, um, and 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 moved on uh, through uh, an army army stint in Vietnam to be a naive and 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 person who wanted to change the world as a correctional officer and a case manager. With the Bureau of Prisons, I thought I was going to change the whole world. Um, <laughs> to working in a tuna factory, uh, Van Camp Seafood, um, which uh, had tuna fish that were three or four hundred pounds large. I was a production manager there. I'd never seen a fish that was bigger than a catfish. It might have been six or seven pounds. So that was an interesting experience for me. On to the city of San Diego. Once that um, uh, workplace shut down and had to retool and re-engineer myself to uh, begin a new career which I started as a grounds maintenance worker and worked my way to a deputy city manager. In betwixt and between, I've held a number of different positions, many leadership responsibilities, um, and I'll talk a bit about them as we go on. Wonderful. Larry, thank you so much for being with us. It's always a joy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And when we think of, and I think about leading from the core, just your mind, um, your picture comes to mind um, as it relates to just my um, observations and being there to see you do some of your fabulous leadership tasks there with the city. So looking forward to hearing much more from you. 
Also on the line, we have Stephanie Graham, and as I said earlier, he's the CEO of S. Graham and Associates. Hello. Yes. Hey, uh, Stephanie. Glad to have you on the line. How are you, Cheryl? Uh, doing Dr. well. G? Yes, doing well, and glad to have you on the line. Um, glad to. Stephanie, why don't we have you share a little bit about yourself? Hello? Yes. Can you hear us? I was saying, Stephanie, why don't you yeah, share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I can hear you. Go yourself? ahead. Yeah, I was asking you just to share a little bit about your background. Yeah, I uh, um, grew up in a little small town in Whitesboro, New Jersey, and uh, um, grew up as a bas- kind of a basketball player. Was a, I thought I was a star. I mean, they might say I was a star ball player there. And uh, grew up uh, in a kind of, kind of a culture, all black town surrounded by White County. And, um, you know, f- felt like I was, race was always a major issue in my life. Always felt like I was second class, and then um, you know went to college on the basketball scholarship. Uh, was serving the U.S. Army a number of years, played ball in Europe a number of years, worked in the prison system five years. Uh, started off in Denver, um, and then moved to Chicago, and uh, from there, um, you know, worked in the correctional institution there for for a while. I know your last guest talked about that. And uh, then discovered education and worked in marketing and public relations and, and, and uh, then started writing books. And I've written you know, 10 books, two New York Times bestsellers, and I speak and lecture around the country on identity development, identity mm-hmm. formation, and how to find out who you are and, and then learn how to take education and make it relevant to growing and developing your life. So that's kind of the short of it and the long of it. And... Uh, just glad to be able to do some work with the Neighborhood House in, in San Diego and Dr. G, you and your work. Uh, just love your work and love what you do and love who you are as a human being and, and respect your leadership. Wonderful. Thank you so much again for being with us. I know it's challenging for you today because I know you're in the midst of um, traveling and I'm assuming you're probably trying to find a private, quiet, somewhat space in the airport. Is that right? <laughs> I'm trying to find a quiet space, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't exist. You know? Okay. So, uh, we just uh, do the best we can here, but it's fine. No problem. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Also on the line, uh, Valerie, I want to give you an opportunity to maybe say a little bit about yourself because I'm going to invite you to kind of join in with me in hosting today, kind of do somewhat like The View. So if there are thoughts that come to mind, because I know this topic is dear and near to you. I think you've uh, studied a lot under Stepman as well as have had your own um, experiences in leading from the core. So I wanted to invite you to kind of sit with me and join with me in our uh, conversation today. So could you say a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you, Dr. G. Um, I've spent probably the last 20, 25 years working either in nonprofit management or community development and organizing started out in human resources in the corporate sector working for companies like Lockheed Missiles and Space Company and a couple of regional hospitals, um, and then started a non-faith-based nonprofit where I served for a while as the executive director doing community change, uh, working with families who were impacted by drug addiction and 
young people who were high school dropouts programs to help them get back on the right track. Uh, From there, went into the foundation world for a very brief stint, Uh, but it was a unique situation where foundation actually worked in the community, um, leading community change with economic development, which was... uh, and still is one of the premier how do you change communities by uh, empowering them through economics. Uh, then spent a lot of the last 10 years working inside an organization in organization development and planning. Um, my heart is in community change. I have uh, actually recently completed my master's in organization development. I've done um, ministry and mission work in, other, in foreign countries, South Africa, and have visited international countries, which is another passion of my mission work. So here I am. Well, wonderful. I am always uh, feel blessed and uh, just privileged each day to work with you. So. Glad to have you on the line. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Doug. I'm so happy to know you. <laughs> Thank you, Stedman. I enjoy working with you, too. You are so special. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Stedman. Actually, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> and that's a ditto from me also, Valerie. I'm sorry, I didn't hear. That's a ditto from Larry also. Thank you, Larry. You've become a good friend. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I want to kind of start this conversation with reflecting on some words from Hill Harper's uh, CNN Red Chair interview. When I read about it, and then I actually heard him repeat those words again, I think he was um, Pierce Morgan, um, and kind of repeated those words again where he said that his favorite word was courage. He said the root word of courage is cur, which means heart. And uh, his words were, I think that courage is actually following your heart and not getting or succumbing to what other people's definition of what your life should be. Live your life. And for me, that just seems so core to our topic today. So I wanted to start with his words, but I also want to put that out for you, for you just to think about. When you think about this topic, leading from the core, you know, what comes to mind for you, and how does that relate or maybe not relate to Hill Harper's words? I'm going to throw it to, back to you, Stepman. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I, I've been looking for this freedom all of my life. I have to tell you, it is an amazing thing to work from a natural position and to be and to know that you're building strength, you know, and based on every decision that you make when you understand how to build from the core. And you don't get caught up in the world and you don't get caught up with all of the noise that really makes you weak and distracts you from what you really should be doing based on your purpose in life. And if you can get that clarity and you become real clear about about that, then you get what I call kind of a peaceful, living, uh, motivating spirit that just drives you, you know, around the world and until every corner of the world based on, you know, based on being able to dictate what your future is going to be like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it gets beyond race, it gets beyond gender, it gets beyond class, it gets beyond relationships, it gets beyond all of those things that kind of keep you in that box and labels you and keeps you from moving because you have this illusion about what you can't do. So when you talk about core work, that's that's the word. Mm Mm-hmm. Larry, how about yourself? What are some thoughts for you there? Yeah, I was just listening to Stedman, and 
Stedman, I'm, I'm really uh, amazed at how many similarities we have as far as our experiences in growing up. Um, for me, my small-town experience in Centralia, Illinois, was one that just was a totally empowering situation. I went to Lincoln Elementary School, believe it or not. How about that? There's a Lincoln School everywhere. <laughs> and our school system was a segregated one. But in my school system, we were taught, and I mean day in and day out, that there was no one on earth that was better than us, but we were no better than anyone else. And there was anything that we wanted to reach for, we could accomplish. And that was in the 1950s. And that was a real good head start for me uh, because Stedman's absolutely right. You, if your core, if your heart is in what you're doing, you don't really need notes to make speeches. You don't need notes to look at to respond to questions because there's a basic fiber and a core within yourself uh, that you've become aware of that's like a light that's been lit that provides you and empowers you with the ability to impact and affect other people because of just the way you live your life and the way you treat other people. And so from that base foundation, building upon that to prepare people for workplace skills or relationship skills or whatever it may be, it's just been a situation for me where, I don't know, it's always not always been easy, but it's I've never really had to take a look at a script of what I had to say because I knew what I said based on what the question was. Great. Wonderful. I, I can really um, appreciate that. Um, Valerie, any thoughts from yourself? Yes, I absolutely resonate with what Hill Harper uh, says. I think it takes tremendous courage to live your life uh, as you intended to live it. And uh, Larry just said, sometimes it's not easy you have your you find yourself in opposition to your core um because you're not going with the status quo but the power is in living out of your core you're free you're purposeful um and you're working where you know with a good strong tailwind because it propels you forward even when you have to sometimes stand firm and defend um and when you don't live out of your core, you know, it's hard. It's You, you tend to be fearful and timid. Uh, I think Stedman talked about that when he talked about identity. Um, so, you, uh, yes, I, I absolutely resonate with that. Okay, wonderful. So we're going to actually um, take a short break. I'm really appreciating the discussion. When we come back, I'm going to ask you to share with us a little bit more your thoughts on what important steps a person can take to really get in touch with and discover themselves and to be able to lead from their core. So we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email G at dr.g at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovations.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. Today we're talking about leading from the core. And with us today to help us have this conversation, we have Stedman Graham, CEO of S. Graham & Associates and author of New York bestsellers, You Can Make It Happen, Nine Steps to Success. Again, thank you for being with us, Stedman. And also on the line we have Larry Gardner, retired deputy city manager from the city of San Diego, and Valerie Wright, associate producer of Leadership Matters and director of organization development with the Neighborhood House Association here in San Diego. Thank you to all three of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Continue, yes, continuing the conversation, I'll just throw it out there and ask one of you to respond to um, what important steps can a person take or you know, might they um, engage in to get in touch with or to discover for themselves um, maybe who they are, what's important to them, and to be able to lead from the core. Who wants to kind of start us off with that conversation? You know, I want to jump in. Great, uh, thank you. I, uh, I, I think, I mean, what I really have found is that it takes a lot of energy in order to be able to self-actualize your potential because you're, you're fighting upstream against so many other people that uh, are following the status quo. And, and it, so it takes a lot of focus and repetition and, you know, become an expert in your field so people follow you. Uh, so you, you really, I mean, the, the, what, what I found is that you have to love and you have to be passionate about what you do and in order to be able to be good at what you do, even in order to be able to have eventually have some fun 
in what you do because it takes a lot of work in the very beginning to build that foundation. And so the step that I think, you know, when we talk about identity formation and cognitive uh, learning and uh, cognitive restructuring, you really have to be able to get something that you can focus on and build out, and that's the foundation. And sometimes you don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. So, again, I would, I, would, I would say the first step, and I'm only, only going to deal with the first step, uh, is, is finding out your strengths and finding out your passions and finding out what you care about. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, Larry, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I, mean, I would agree with you 100%. I think that it's so important uh, for, for people to, as soon as possible, develop a personal vision of what success really means to them. I mean, each person has their own, um, um, you know, their, their own, I guess I want to say, recipe <laughs> within their core of, of what success really means. But what, in comparing that to Hill Harper's Red Share interview, you take a look at what happens so many times, we're thinking about what we want to do, but we're listening to what other people think about what we're thinking about doing, and therefore we don't ever really get the job done. We don't go get it. We keep thinking about it, and we incorporate in those other thoughts. That's good and fine and well, but in the end, you've got to be happy yourself within your own core and your core being. Right. Thank you. Valerie, any thoughts you have to add? I think I would um, say that, to do that, people have to spend time with themselves, and and especially as leaders, when we are so busy, always connected to other people, we are more often disconnected from ourselves, and we don't listen and hear ourselves, and um, we we forget to listen to the voice inside. There is a voice that speaks to us, and often we ignore it or diminish it because it doesn't sound like the professional voices. It doesn't sound like the voices of people in power. So really spending time hearing our own voice, what, are, what am I saying to myself, not what am I responding to that gets me what I think I'm after, but really going deep into reflection. Um, a lot of times we operate off the surface, and going deep sometimes, it, it, you know, just it's revealing what we've been doing that really is not who we are, but we do it because that's what we've done. That's what gets us the results we want. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I, I love a lot of what I'm hearing from each of you, and I think um, there is so often so much uh, time spent reflecting out with regards to when we, you know, most people sit in school year after year after year from elementary on up to junior high school and college, spending so much time learning about things in the world outside of them, and yet the one thing we take into everything we do is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so the more we understand and know ourselves, then obviously the more effective we can be as we utilize ourselves for our own good and for others. So I love the thought um, of Valerie and Stepman and Larry uh, just kind of heeding to the getting in touch with oneself, kind of creating some space to think about what do I think is important uh, what is my vision, as you said, Larry? Yeah. And um, uh, Stepman, as you talked about the strengths, you know, what am I good at? What lessons have I learned in life? And in reflecting on the lessons I've learned in life, what do I take from them that I might be here to share with others? So I think all of that's real important with regards to coming to understand our core as it relates to what's at our heart and um, how do we fashion a life then 
that actually is um, reflective of what's core to us. The word, you know, I, you just, know, I, I think that ties know. back to to Hill Harper's comment about the heart. Mm-hmm. The heart is the core of who we are, and if we don't consistently go back to our own heart, then we are following and being led by something outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it, 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 you're so you're so right, Valerie. And I, I think back to Hill also in the comments that he made, and his uncle gave him some of that old sage wisdom that that you know certainly. Uh, you know, we've heard and we've felt uh, so many times in the past. And one of the things and the lessons there is just never forgetting where you come from. Yes. And, and, and in that, the second part of that for me is because there's someone else there right now. So as you're developing as a leader, as you are searching your heart to make decisions, you're looking at your, your bank of integrity and all those good things, are you doing the right thing where people are concerned? Are you doing what's popular from a political standpoint? People are always watching. And so as a leader, one of the things that you always have to draw back on is never, ever forgetting where you've come from. Mm-hmm. That keeps you going. Yeah, and I get really upset with uh, with our, you know, with so much of our talent. I mean, it's in such a diversified um, world now. That's, and I see so much talent being wasted. And it just, I say, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a you know, human being that, that has the potential to create and develop and build. You know, we're 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 not animals. You know, I mean, we we're not run by instinct. We have a mind. That's right. And uh, and so the ability to be able to utilize that, make that relevant to the world, so we become contributing members of society. If that's destroyed at the fourth grade, and you got thousands and hundreds of thousands of kids that can't even read, mm-hmm. that won't even have a chance. And we're and we're we're supposed to be smart. We're sending people to the moon. We we have technology that can reach around the world, and we have dropout rates over fifty percent. And and we go in, in our communities, and we see that our our young people are being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just don't I don't I don't understand it. And we talk about we can't even talk about leadership until we start talking about how do we impact. Our young people. I mean, it does no good for us to be a part of this group, our so-called elite group, where we're supposed to be, you know, have gotten through the, all of the the maze and become who we are. And we're, you know, we got nice cars and we can go where we want to go and we acting big. And then we, and then what happens is we have 55 and 60 percent dropout rates in our school systems, mm-hmm. and we got young people who are out of control because they have no leadership. I don't. I don't. We, you know, we have to. We have to. We have to do something about that. We have to be able to figure out how we can get back to the community. That's why I love the work that that all of you do, and the work that neighborhood house neighborhood house does because they're trying to deal with those issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love what you're bringing up with regards to just how important it is that we start with this leadership challenge, recognizing it early on. Um, you know be it our, the Head Start program, working with children and building esteem, be it, you know, working with youth so that they're developing esteem and they get through those critical years and they feel like they're mastering what they need to master in elementary school so they can build on that in junior high school and just how important having hope and vision is. And it goes back to, again, where we started with regards to Hughes Harper's words because he said it really takes courage. That's and right. so very often giving people the the 
hope and the vision and then having the courage to move forward, it's, uh, it, you know, it's the core at moving our society forward, is moving each individual forward. I know that, Stephen, in the work that we've done together, we really kind of talked about mm-hmm. changing the uh, landscape and, and um, changing the world one person at a time as you help them develop a sense of esteem and find their hope and their vision and, and build that plan to accomplish it. So, and I think it all kind of does necessarily, um, I might say, tie back to some real basics. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's so powerful, uh, Cheryl, because, uh, you know, Stephen, I, I just kind of echo your thoughts. It, it, it is so important for us to get out there and get the message out, but to not just get the message out, but to be living examples for the young people, and sometimes not even the young people, for people that are peers. Mm-hmm. We only see Stedman and Larry and Cheryl now, as the Larry and Stedman and Cheryl that exist now, you know, who have a few dollars, who have a nice car, this, that, and the other. But they don't see the, the trail that we've had to blaze and we've had to travel. And, and, and we don't sometimes stop and take the time to share that, you know, listen, it, it wasn't always this way. And here's what it takes, you know, with regard to moving through and, 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 and evolving as a human being, as a person, as a leader in your marriage, in your workplace, in your church, whatever. Just a leader for yourself. It doesn't all start. From you know uh, glory and, and and fame and and dollars. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, great, thank you. You know we're going to take another short break. When we return, we have a sponsor. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get off here, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity, Dr. G and and, and uh, you know Valerie and Larry. So it's my pleasure, and uh, I look forward to catching up with you. Okay, thank you, Sam, and thank you so much for having me so much on the show. Thank you for joining us in Safe Travels. When we come back, we have a sponsor that we want to give some um, opportunity to have a few words, and then we will be responding to questions that we've received from our listening audience. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. boardroom to you voice america business network leadership matters is brought to you by innovisions need to improve leadership staff or organization performance contact innovisions today for quality effective and affordable leadership staff and organization development training coaching and consulting services call 858-244-8264 that's 858-244-8264 or email dr g at dr.g at innovisions.org innovisions is a social enterprise of the neighborhood house association of san diego funds raised go to support the neighborhood house association's mission developing children families and future leaders of our communities through empowerment education and wellness We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment rising to levels not seen since the Great Depression. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
from the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovations.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. Today we're talking about leading from the core, and I'm real pleased to have with us uh, Larry Gardner, who's continuing with us uh, in this conversation, retired deputy city manager from the city of San Diego, Valerie Wright, our associate producer of Leadership Matters and director of organization development with the Neighborhood House Association, Stanley Graham, who's just had to exit the phone to catch a plane, but we appreciated him sharing with us in our first two segments. And then also joining us right now, we have... Uh, two of our sponsors that are independent consultants with Ambit Energy. Mark Hicks, thank you for being on the line. Thank you for having me. Yes, and Derek Madison. Thank you as well. Yes, so want to say thank you to both of you for being sponsors of Leadership Matter and our program today and give you an opportunity to say a little bit about Ambit Energy. Okay, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, Ambit Energy is a five-year-old retail energy provider providing residential and electricity, natural gas, and commercial electricity in over six states, including Texas, Illinois, New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and now New Jersey. Um, Amos got its start back in 2006, and thanks to energy deregulation, uh, a trend that is sweeping the nation, people now can choose their energy provider in several markets across the country instead of being forced to use the sole incumbent energy provider. Uh, consumers have responded overwhelmingly to this freedom of choice by switching in large numbers from their old incumbent utility provider to Ambit Energy. Now, as a result, Ambit's customer base has grown 8,000 percent since 2007. The company's growth and accolades have been simply staggering. Uh, Ambit's revenues increased from 325 million in 2009 to 415 million in 2010, and will top 700 million this year, and predicted to be a billion-dollar company. Uh, by the end of 2012. Uh, in October of last year, uh, our company was named by Inc. 500 as the fastest-growing privately-held company in the entire United States. And even with this impressive accolade, the company has only scratched the surface as to what it can accomplish. Now, what makes Ambit so unique is that it offers an opportunity for everyday people who are business-savvy, entrepreneurial, and goal-oriented to create a healthy and profitable business from their home. They can either work this as a part-time opportunity or full-time opportunity. The Ambit Business Opportunity is based on a relationship marketing concept that relies on word-of-mouth customer referrals gathered by independent consultants. And for these efforts, Ambit pays its consultants a one-time weekly bonus and recurring monthly commissions derived from customers paying their energy bills. Ambit also offers a free energy program which gives uh, customers the opportunity to earn free energy credits based on their customer referrals. And in today's economy, cheap energy is good, but free is much better. Now, lastly, what makes the Ambit Opportunity unique is that we offer a service that's below retail. There's no product education. Everyone already uses the service. There's no change in customer buying habits, and we have a proven system for success. Um, And that is why Ambit is the fastest-growing company here in the United States. Well, wonderful. Thank you, Mark, so much for, again, being a sponsor, coming on and sharing a little bit about Ambit. If our listeners would like to learn more and get in touch with yourself or Derek, how might they do that? 
Yes, they can reach us at um, madenergy.ambit at gmail.com. They can also call 214-502-8497. And also the innovision.org website. Our banner is there, so you can also uh, visit that website and click on the banner for more information. Fabulous. Well, again, Derek and Mark, we appreciate your support, and we appreciate your coming on the air today. Yes, thank you as well. Uh, thank you. So, Valerie, we want to transition to questions from our listeners. You want to start with the first question? Yes. Um, actually, this is a question that was asked on a previous episode, but we thought that um, with this topic it might be good to have it answered from a different perspective. Um, It comes from Vincent in Florida. It says, I just completed my bachelor's in business administration, and I'm really excited about the opportunity to take on a leadership role in some company. Listening today, which was the previous show about enabling others to act, listening has given me an insight that I will need to clarify my own values and then develop my voice around those values, but I don't have a business context for that. So I'm wondering what process can I undertake to develop my own values? Hmm. Larry, any thoughts? <laughs> Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I got some thoughts. Uh, the, 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 the first thought that comes to mind is that that the real um, self-evaluation to determine what success really means to this person. I mean, you know, when you're coming out of college, you got your bachelor's degree, you're ready for the world, um, the bottom line now is how do you get your foot in the door? And, you know, getting your foot in the door many times will determine how all the other processes fall into place with regard to your development. Where you wind up getting that foot in the door certainly does. Um, My suggestion and my advice is take a look at all the circumstances surrounding this person's current situation. What do they need right now to be able to get to the next step? In other words, do you need a job to just sustain yourself? If you do, maybe take something that's not leadership from the beginning but take a job that gets you in the door, your leadership qualities will shine through. If you can afford to do it, hold off for a little while. But I tell you, the grass is always looking greener someplace else, but you have to first determine what success means to you and then dive in and go get it. Wonderful. Love that, Larry. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So that's some thought for you with regards to just having that that um, vision, Vincent, and being able to move forward to it. Mm-hmm. I'd also encourage you with regards to kind of adding on to what Larry said is to really take some time while you're in this gap to think about what's important to you and then what will be the guiding principles that you'll hold on to as you go through navigating the options that you'll be in, the choices that you'll be met with and options that you can um, um, I guess take advantage of as you move forward in life. Valerie, anything you'd add before we go to our next listener? Uh, I agree with both you and Larry. I think it's, a, it's simply asking himself, what do I value? What's important to me? What, um, what do I want to see for myself in the future? And, and write it down because as things happen, you have to always have a place to go back. And if you don't have it written, then it changes based on the context of where you are and what you're dealing with. So I would add that it's important to write down your values, um, write down your vision, and to be clear about what you will say yes to and what you will say no to, what you absolutely won't do um, in order to be clear about your values. Wonderful. Thanks, Valerie. you have a second question? 
I have a question from Madeline in New Mexico. Uh, she says, I face tremendous challenge in that as a leader, I am in a position where it's a real struggle to stay in my core. I find myself softening the message. How do you maintain your core in a work environment that seems in opposition to who you are at your core? Hmm. Larry, any thoughts? A few thoughts there. Um, um, once again, it comes back to that self-examination. You, you, you have to determine and, and, and evaluate for yourself in your own situation because nobody can really determine that for you. Just exactly, you know, what's, what's in jeopardy. If you are operating sometimes outside of your core and your value system, you've got to be a miserable person. You've got to be feeling like you can't hardly go to sleep at night sometimes. Uh, the question is, is there anybody in your organization you can talk to? Um, uh, if you can't talk to somebody in your organization, maybe you need to get outside and talk to somebody else. But at some point in time, you know, you're going to have to make a decision about that particular work environment. And if it is one that is so smothering and so counter to all of the values that you have, you know, for your health, whatever it might be, you may have to make some decisions about speaking your mind, coming from your core, and finding out exactly what that means in terms of reaction from within your organization. Mm-hmm. There's a risk involved with that, of course. It goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But almost every person that's in a leadership position is dealing from a risk basis every day anyway. There are no real guarantees that are out there. And it's sometimes surprising how fresh, how fresh it is for people to share their, really, their real thoughts and inner thoughts about issues that exist in the workplace. So many times managers don't really hear the truth. And they're walking around in a, in a fog and a haze, don't have any idea what's really going on in their own organization. Mm-hmm. some point in time, you've got to make a decision. Either you speak up or you deal with what you got. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you, Larry. You know, I will um, add to that thought, you know, um, recalling the words you said, find myself softening my message. You know, sometimes our message may be the same, but how we deliver the message may need to change. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I can stay true to who I am. I can live in my core and change how I might deliver a message so that that message is heard. So I don't know, uh, Madeline, that softening your message, if you're just saying you're changing how you communicate it, is a bad thing. It may be what's necessary in order to um, navigate where you are. So just to add a thought. And, you know, I agree 100% with what Larry said, too. Sometimes we do need to make tough decisions, and sometimes if it really isn't softening my message, but I'm actually changing my message, and it doesn't feel or sound like me, then maybe there is a critical decision I need to make as to whether or not I'm in the right space. Um, and if I'm not in the right space, how do I get there in a way that is safe for um, you know, for myself? How do I navigate the transition? I think it always goes back to having that vision. And and what I'm doing, is it consistent with my vision and with my values? And if it's not, then I don't have to make a knee-jerking reaction to kind of get in alignment. I can plan out my alignment. You know, how do I transition from where I am in a way that's going to be safe to navigate and uh, get to where it is I'm trying to go? Valerie, anything you'd like to add? No, I actually um, believe that you and Larry covered it 360 degrees. <laughs> Wonderful. I would like to add one, one oh, additional thing. Please do. And this is a piece that I think is overlooked by so many of us, and that is that it's so important for, for you to express yourself. People cannot read your mind. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, people throughout organizations, families, or whatever, 
looks to the leader, and the assumption is made that the leader knows everything. Mm-hmm. And so many times the leader knows less than anybody else. So you have to really express yourself. Mm-hmm. Say what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you, Larry. All right. Uh, Valerie, any other questions? I have one other one if we have time. Oh, yeah, please go for it. Okay. This question comes from John in Kansas. He says, I'm a junior majoring in business administration, and I would like to know how do you discover what your vision or purpose is in life and then begin working toward that? Okay. Uh, Any thoughts, uh, Larry, as a response to John? (laughs) My vision and purpose in life, um, probably with regard to looking at uh, medium-term issues has changed maybe four or five times in my life, mm-hmm. uh, depending upon, you know, what I look at. Is, is mm-hmm. it just me? Give us an example Larry? of that, Larry. When you say it's it's changed, it's, it's uh, changed. talk to us a little bit. Yeah. You know, circumstances sometimes change how you or what it is that you're looking at and your challenges really are. Um, so... With regard to a person who's coming out of school, uh, the junior right now, getting ready to go into the workplace, it could be a whole brand new world once they get into the workplace and, and realize all the opportunities that exist out there. So I first would encourage a person to try to actually get into the real workplace and to find out, talk to people about what are the all, all the different job opportunities that exist in this organization. Mm-hmm. For example, many organizations, you may have four or 500 jobs categories or classifications. Wow, nobody even knew that until they got inside the organization. Right. Larry, I'm going to actually have you put a comma right there. hate to cut you off midstream. All right. Loving what you're saying. So what I'm going to do is go on and honor that we need to take a commercial break. And when mm-hmm. we come back, I'm going to ask you just to pick up where you left off, responding to John. All right. So I ask our listeners to please stay with us, and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email G at dr.g at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and The Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. Today we're talking about leading from the core. And right before we went to break, Larry, I kind of put a comma in your sentence. I'm going to just throw it back to you and ask you to begin your, continue your response to John. Yeah, I think I was at the point, uh, Dr. G, where I was mentioning that, you know, for example, for me, what my vision is has changed uh, as life has evolved and, and as I have evolved as a human being. And I think it will happen with John, too, but... Specifically, I was encouraging John to get out there and really see what's out there in the workplace, in the work world. Because sometimes we are, we are amazed once we get out there to find out that there's so many different niches that exist uh, that, uh, you know, we may change our visions ourselves once we realize how wide and how broad the horizon really is. And as we go on and times change from... The, the, the bright-eyed junior who's in college right now to perhaps a person who um, maybe has a family and other responsibilities, your vision and of success and goals and things do change. And Valerie is so right. You need to jot these things down sometimes so you can come back and do a check uh, against what your plan was, what your ideas about success were, and where you are now, how you're chipping away at making progress on those things. Yeah. And so I'd say just, you know, keep your mind open uh, because, you know, there may be opportunities waiting for you where you least expect it. And so you'd be prepared at all times to leap on those opportunities. Mm-hmm. I had a um, colleague that I worked with at the Center for Creative Leadership. She passed away. Her name was Sheila. And I cannot for the life of me think of Sheila's last name, but Sheila had a um, business that she but that she always referred to as um, – um, me incorporated, and she used a lot of the principles that we use in organization development and said, you know, people need to use these principles for their own life. And so to ask yourself the same questions that a organization would ask themselves around missions. So if I'm trying to discover my purpose in life, I should ask myself, as an organization would ask, ask themselves, you know, what do I do? Um, you know, what is it that I'm here to do? What are we here to do? And then who am I to do it for? And then what's the value that I'm really wanting to add to those that I'm serving or society at large? And to go through the process of asking ourselves those questions with regards to, you know, from a mission perspective. And then from a vision perspective, Sheila would say incorporate, you know, in that um, that me incorporated, uh, me almost as my own CEO, governing my own life. When I'm fully grown, you know, what do I want to be? It's that vision question, you know, yeah. so as I move forward because – there was a recognition that mission was about purpose, but vision was about the energy behind the purpose. And it's what gets you out of bed each day and giving you something, a goal to move forward to. And so I would um, encourage John to ask himself those questions with regards to, you know, what is it that you want to do? Who do you want to do it for? And what's the value that you want to add to um, those that you're serving and to society at large? And then when you are fully grown, and as Larry said, that may change over time, you know, but as you live out that vision or that mission, what's your vision for yourself two, three, four, five years from now so that you have a goal and you're working toward it on a daily basis? 
Yeah. And I think it's through, as Valerie mentioned, that self-reflection that we began to give ourselves some clarity. And I underscore what Larry said, which is underscoring what Valerie said as relates to write it down. So even if I change it, I change it from a clear anchor rather than just changing it because life circumstances have changed. And I'm just kind of spinning with the circumstances. Get rooted or grounded in what's core for you by really spending some great, some good time self-reflecting. Valerie, anything you'd add for John? Um, I think you and um, Larry hit it on the head that it's about consistently looking at who he is, where he is in life, what is it he wants to be doing at that period in time, but always true to his core because who you are and what you value doesn't change and shift that much. Um, You value and have a set of core values that you carry with you, and what you do around those is um, what you need to keep the vision in front of you with. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Very good. Um, Larry, any additional thoughts, final tips that you would offer as relates to leading from the core? You know, I, I think uh, I pretty much said it all, sure. I'll just add just one more little thing that's probably underscoring something I've already said, and that is that... Uh, you know, you, you, you just search your heart uh, every day. You, you got to take some, some personal time to search your heart to see how you feel about the decisions that you're making and about where you're going in your own personal life. Uh, take time to reflect on what you've written down, what you're doing, and, and what your heart is telling you to do, and draw back upon the past. Don't forget the past. Listen to those sage words of wisdom that you heard from those instructors and those teachers in school and the people at church and the people in your family. Listen to those wise words and search your heart. Determine whether you're dealing from a position of integrity or not. Treat people with respect, but first treat yourself with respect because you can't treat anybody else with respect until you respect yourself. Wonderful. Love it, Larry. Thank you. Valerie, anything you'd like to add regarding leadership and um, leading from the core? Uh, yes. I, one of the things that, I, for me, came from my father when I was young, and he, there were ten of us, and his message to us was to be ourselves. He always told us, be yourself, be yourself. And there were things that you learned early on that were you and things that just weren't you. Uh, As you grow and mature, you develop that into this sense of who I am at the core. And what I've learned is that life is not a straight shot, but it it is twists and turns and takes you places you never thought you'd go. But whatever and wherever you go as a leader, there's a place and a position that you leave for that is your value-based, and others are watching, and they know if your decisions are consistent with who you represented yourself to be. And that sense of um, balance comes from you having a strong sense of yourself, knowing what you truly value, and as Larry said, always going back to the core, um, conducting that internal self-check, listening for your own voice. Oftentimes we ask ourselves questions. We are at the point of decision, and the voice we hear is not even our own voice. It's the voice that we've given into others, what they would think, how they would feel. But you have to keep going back to that core, and it's a tough position because there is, and Larry said this earlier in answering the question, it's 
you have decisions or consequences that rest on being able to stay true to your voice or making your voice comply with what environment you're working in. So it's being really clear about what we value, what we're willing to give up, what we want to keep, and just trying to stay centered in who we are. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Valerie. Thank you, Larry. It's been a fabulous conversation. I want to echo what you said and then also say to our leaders and uh, those who are are listening to make sure that we do this for ourselves, but we also do this for those who we provide services for, Mm -hmm. be it the children, be it our uh, adult clients, be it families, really supporting them also in creating some space to understand who they are, what they bring, and finding the courage to live from the heart. Mm-hmm. I want to give a couple of shout-outs. Um, the uh, Talk Leadership Matters forums that we have at Neighborhood House. Next one will be October the 20th, 1030 to noon. Topic is Results Management. You can log on to, uh, or just say, send an email to workshops at neighborhoodhouse.org to join us. It's no cost. Also, the Alliance for Children and Family Services and the United Neighborhood Centers of America, their national conference is being held in Washington, D.C., October 17th through 19th. And registration is also open for their Executive Leadership Institute. Please log on to their website at www.alliance1.org. Dot org to learn more about what the Alliance has to offer in their National Conference and Executive Leadership Institute. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. G is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.